guys, welcome to the Trademark Realty Podcast Experience. Cue the music. Please just open up your of your responsibility is it to actually work with this lender or do you think that that's more so on the clients to really you know shop around and find the the best fit for them well typically like i like to recommend someone um you know obviously so they kind of know that we have a connection but if they work i mean i i work with any lender in town so it's not like i'm going to be like oh you know I have a pre-approval from so-and-so, you know, we're not going to use them. No, that's not the case. I mean, there's no one in town that I can, like, honestly say that it's like, oh, you know, this might be a tough transaction or anything like that. Um, But I guess a big thing for me is, um, you know, confidence, you know. So working with the lender, knowing that they took care of my clients, and I like to be in touch with them during the transaction as well. Um, so that way, you know, we're always on top of everything. We're on the same page 24-7, so there's no gray area or questioning um, when it comes time to writing that offer, getting it, you know, accepted, and processing through to closing. I tell people, so obviously we give them a suggestion, or I can give you a suggestion on who I feel you could work with, but I also say or have the mindset of people should be shopping for their mortgage person just as much as they should be shopping for their agent. Um, okay, it so it goes hand in hand. If you're gonna find, if you're gonna take the time to find a good agent, you should take the time to find a good mortgage person who works with you and you, who you can build a trust with and have similar characteristics with each other. So, what makes a good mortgage lender? I mean, is, do you th- recommend your clients usually go with the person that just gives them the cheapest interest rate no not necessarily because i think a lot of times there are there's so many ways to manipulate numbers uh in regards to like the closing and like your uh you know uh, money that you have to bring down to the table i mean at the end of the day i don't necessarily recommend going with the cheapest person i recommend going with the person that you're comfortable with and that you um have you personally feel has helped you out the most, given you the best, you know, knowledge to make the best decision for you financially. It's not necessarily about what the end dollar is going to be. It's, in my opinion, it's more about, um, you know, is that person taking care of you? And just because they have the cheapest interest rate doesn't mean that's going to be the cheapest cash to close either. No. How so? Like what, why does it vary or what are the other variables that they're missing or they probably don't understand? Because obviously like I'm sure they know and the public knows like the whole lender's job is to obviously get business. So right. when you say we're like phrases like number manipulation and stuff, obviously, you know, there's other ways they're working in different fees. So I guess what is the big difference that you're seeing? So big one, they could this month be say, hey, we're going to take off 500 in origination fees or something like that or we're gonna there's no origination fees this month there's they run promotions all the time uh, you can walk into an open house and there'll be flyers laying there from different people so that's one way you could get a num- different number uh, another way um, you could get a different number so outside of like even origination fees or like discounts um, you know obviously is like the rate 
Um, now you could have a higher rate, but less origination fees, you know, so there's different ways to kind of look at it. And mm-hmm. then, you know, you can look at it from the standpoint, well, I bring less money to close, but my payments 20 to $30 more a month. So it's kind of a, a trade off. I mean, a lot of times if, if you do shop around, you're going to end up finding out that if, if you kind of do a cost analysis between different lenders, they're all pretty close to the same you know, for the most part. And a lot of the times, you know, they're se- they're selling these mortgages to a secondary mortgage uh, market company. So, you know, they're kind of all in the same playing field. So. Um, crap, I lost my turn of thought. That's all right. I mean, I think it's good that the people know this from the get-go just because, you know, I mean, me as a person, like, let's say I'm a general, you know, average civilian just looking thinking about buying a house you know these are things they're probably not going to understand and i think you know going to a bank and asking all this type of stuff a lot of times might seem overwhelming to a typical person don't you think for sure and a lot of times like if you know my clients are comfortable with it i'll actually go with them to the lender's office and we'll all have a like kind of a sit down um just kind of a first initial meeting together so that way we're getting all the the questions and concerns answered because sometimes i I like being there because then a lot of times I can offer a lot of input because, you know, obviously these people have never purchased a home before. So, you know, I've, you know, after doing so many transactions, I kind of already know what to look for and a lot of the common questions that are, you know, that are going to come up. So the lender typically does a great job of explaining everything, but then I try to, you know, take it a little out of just like normal context in like certain situations uh, because a lot of times you'll have like first time home buyers and, you know, they'll all kind of have a similar question or situation. So I always kind of like to, you know, throw that in there so we can just kind of get that out of the way and, you know, build the client's confidence. So when we do find that property, like I said, that, you know, they love and they're ready to buy, there's no hesitation. Okay, I have another question. Should the buyer or the potential buyer talk to the agent first or talk to the lender first? Like what's, what's the easiest way to go about it to make the whole process the smoothest? Like should, do you think the buyer should come to the agent already usually with some sort of pre-approval? No, not necessarily. Um, I differ. Yeah, I, I'm fine with either way actually. Um, I'm fine with either way. However, if you can only afford a $250,000 house, I want to know that before you start looking at $400,000 houses. Well, typically what I like to do is, you know, if I get a phone call from someone that, you know, obviously hasn't, you know, talked to a lender to see what they can afford or anything like that, I'm still going to meet with them and, and, you know, answer any questions and assist them in Mm -hmm. any way that I can. You know, typically what I'll do is I'll, you know, show them a couple houses that they were interested in and we'll have that conversation and go, okay, um, you know, we kind of see what you like, what you're kind of looking for in a home. So let's get you into a, you know, a mortgage lender and see what we can get you pre-approved for. And then that way we know, um, you know, where we need to stick budget wise. So that way I'm not, you know, showing you things way out of your budget. And then when it does come time to, you know, uh, find a property, I can't find you anything you like because your expectations were, you know, way at the top and, you know, I can only get you maybe half of what you wanted, you Mm -hmm. know, just because that's all that fits in within the budget. So, um, I, I still meet with people. I, 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 I never say no. I'm just, you know, I typically only show a couple houses and then we kind of take that next step. Okay, I have another question. What are the differences a lot of times between the local lending agencies and more of the national kind of big chain banks and lending agencies? Is there 
I mean, does one usually close quicker? Is one easier to get a hold of for, you know, everyday questions that you might have regarding your potential loan? Or what have you guys saw? I wouldn't say one closes quicker, but I like the idea of being able to go and sit in front of the person. If I have a problem, I'm going to go sit in front of their desk and I'm going to ask them that question. I've had a couple transactions where you can't get a hold of the national chain or the someone out of state for weeks on end. And it's frustrating because I can't just show up at their door and be like, hey, where's my, you know, where, what, where are, what are we doing? Yeah. Where's my answers? You know, and it's just, all you have is a phone call and an email. Where right. You can't really, you know, Grant, administer that. Grant, what are your thoughts to that? I, I agree with that 100%. You know, my big thing kind of pet peeve is is you know i like working with people local because i know what the person that i'm working with i know of their past experiences i know of you know transactions whether they were with me or another agent in our office um or you know a a mutual friend or something like that um i just i feel a lot more comfortable when i'm working with a local agent because like logan said like if there's an issue i typically have their cell phone number and they typically always answer mm-hmm. um i can call them right away where i'm not waiting two to three days to hear an answer back from someone that's on the other side of the country right. you know and so a lot of times that that brings a lot of frustration a lot of worry because it's like okay well we need this answer today and you know we might not hear back from two to three days mm-hmm. because there's you know typically with a lender that's out of state there's so many other hands that touch one transaction where when you work with someone local it's just them working on your file, you know, other than, you know, some underwriting in the title company. But again, it's still all local, you know, mm-hmm. so all local people are touching it. So wherever there's a little hiccup, we can kind of control it. Where if it's somewhere on a national level, I have no idea who's touching what and who's where, you know. Mm-hmm. And then the thing is, is when I call them, then they have to call two to three other people to find all the text going That's on. That's true. That's true. So like Grant said, getting a hold of someone, you know, we... Luckily, it's a, Bismarck's a small enough place to where we do have the cell phone numbers of a lot of people, and they are willing to work past five o'clock. Unlike some of you know pe- people out of state, or um, it's not this real estate game is not always a nine to five job, and I, I think a lot of people need to understand that. I'd agree. I mean, I think so far with our topic, that pretty much you know sums it up. Would you guys say? I mean, how many how many places should they shop around for, kind of before we close this off? I, I'm not saying you necessarily need to shop around. I'm just saying, you know, find someone that you are comfortable with, and if you can find someone you're comfortable with, talk to an agent because they'll know who you should talk to. Mm-hmm. You know, find someone that's going to get you the answers. Find someone that's going to get you the information that's going to help you make the best decision that you can for yourself financially. Um, and emotionally, you know, that's a big thing. You know, you want to feel good and um, confident in your purchase. And that's a big thing. I would agree. Well, cool. Who wants to close off? <laughs> well, well, we'll just close off by saying it's important to find someone you're comfortable with. Don't necessarily shop for the rate or for the down payment. Shop for the person that you want to work with. And that goes with, doesn't matter if it's a real estate agent or if it's a lender or anything that's involved, insurance agent, doesn't matter. Perfect. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Trademark Realty Podcast, and we'll see you next time.